Hello, welcome to A Gay and a Non-Gay. I'm Dan Hudson, he's James Barr. Welcome along, it's good to have you here. We are, how do we want to say this? We are the third best podcast in the country. No, I mean, you can't say that. That's a tall, that's a tall claim. We're the third most entertaining podcast in the country. Right, of course. <laughs> welcome to A Gay and a Non-Gay. Dan and I won bronze for best entertainment at the British Podcast Awards powered by Amazon Music UK last week and we are buzzing. Yes, very much so. I mean, our podcast beat Jesse Wears to a gong. I hate the word gong. It sounds a bit like a cock for some reason but yeah we beat jesse Ware. yes Do- it's because it sounds like dong i don't know if we beat her necessarily but well i mean um... she didn't listen it's not about that you know it's not about pitting yourself against other people but jesse Ware is an icon of mine so to to be in the same category as her is enormous and to be labeled bronze i just don't understand how that could happen but we're really grateful this is this is all because of our listeners you keep us going and we actually met a listener at the awards and basically had like a group cry jake came up to us and just said that the podcast had sort of inspired his thinking about everything and he's now working with another podcast that we love called red-handed and was just telling us about how he bigged us up in his interview to them and i don't know i'm just a bit floored by it i i started laughing at this guy because he said oh, your podcast really helped me when I was growing up. And I just immediately started <laughs> laughing at the use of that phrase. Yeah, because and we're like, wait, we're not that old. But I guess we've been going over five years. But then, so I guess, yeah, that would help somebody who has grown up in that time, if that makes sense. We've all grown with the podcast. And Jake was telling us that his whole thinking growing up had been like in th- informed by us. So I'm quite concerned about that. But anyway, never mind. That's a separate thing. He can pay for therapy. Um, I'm just so over the moon to hear that from someone and yeah we were all just sat there like having a group cry it was really beautiful i was just so floored when he said when i was growing up as if that was something that was a really long time ago that i just found that funny you know what though that's a really interesting conversation dan because when you're gay i think you do grow up later so even though jake might be 25 he could still grow up between the age of 20 and 25 say he only came out at 20 that's basically that basically means he's five years old and i learned this too on saturday there's there's a gay age as well as an age and in my case a fake age 28 thanks for asking there's a gauge and that's the age you are in terms of years since you came out and so mine would be 20 20 i came out so young so yeah my (laughs) gauge i literally did my gauge would be 20 it's been right. tw- I've been 20 years out and obviously you're constantly coming out but it's since the first time you come out and so that does make sense for a gay person to say I grew up listening to this because you grow up later you you're you're not yourself until you're fully yourself yeah true had you thought about that before no not really I I know that um People talk about gay people having like a, se- a second adolescence so what is an adolescence sorry can you just explain that to me well, when you're adolescent. But what does that mean? So between the age of like 13 and 18, I suppose. And what do you do in your adolescence? Like make out with girls or something? Well, yeah. Oh, I think I think the theory is like, because you can't do all of that stuff. Well, in a lot of cases, when you're gay, you end up doing that again at a different time when you've come I, out. I definitely think that that's true. Having been 
a 12 year old gay in my life i think i definitely ended up having a second adolescence but mine lasted a very long time <laughs> like a long time probably longer than a normal adolescence would have lasted but yeah there's definitely a thing like when you hit 18 and you can leave home and find your own tribe where you sort of reset the years you might have lost by being in the closet so well so with a lot of gay people that, that they don't that extended adolescence or what you want to say doesn't actually end in a lot of cases do you know what i mean i don't know where did you get that from i don't uh i don't know somewhere did you read a book i've read i've read it somewhere yeah i don't know where the velvet rage possibly oh my god it's been a while guys (laughs) it's been a while but like do you know what i am actually so happy to hear you mention the velvet rage for the first time in over a year nature is healing guys the velvet rage is back um and that's one of that's one of the reasons why that you get a lot of older people in gay trying to be careful how i say this in gay clubs where you wouldn't necessarily get that on your high street venue unless the person was a loser no (laughs) uh i don't think you're a loser if you're an old person going to a pub. Well, a pub. Otherwise, is, you, I mean, you're just calling my dad a loser now. So that's. I, I, I don't think pub is rude. A, pub is is not what I meant. What did you mean? Well, like a club, like a nightclub. Ah, yeah. If my dad went to like a nightclub, that would be not. He wouldn't be. I don't think he'd be a loser. He'd be quite creepy because you'd be like, you'd be like, what, what are you doing? You're trying to pull a guy, but uh, a girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't think that's an extended adolescence for gay people. I think you're missing. I think you're missing something important. I think that's a community. And in a lot of cases, gay people only have LGBTQ plus people. Our safe spaces always seem to be bars, pubs, nightclubs. And there are other places that don't serve alcohol that are safe spaces. But on the on the whole, it's mostly a nightclub. So if you are a gelder, a gay elder, where will you go? That's where you go. Yeah, that's yeah. your home. That's where your friends and your community are. And there are spaces for older gay people that are similar that are pubs that have like an older audience but i don't think it's fair to say that they're in an extended never-ending adolescence well i said that's one of the i'm aware of everything you just said but well no i what, think you're you're just sort of saying it could be that yeah i'm but speculating it's not. i'm, I'm saying i don't i don't think that that's the case i think you're yeah. missing something but it's great hearing you educate me on you know lgbtq plus stuff thanks dan well, happy to help <laughs> anything else you want to know just absolutely ridiculous i can't believe it also Um, i I was i was specific about the use of the term like high street venues because obviously there's like high street yeah so i mean like non-specialist music places i suppose as in your yates and your whatever because i think for example if your dad was really into metal for example like that would be nobody would bat an eyelid if he was in that right that's what i'm specifically saying like high street venues. I, I missed that, but that's funny because again, you're sort of conflating the gay experience with the metal experience. Not that, <laughs> not that I'm coming for you on it. It's just really interesting to me that that's similar. Right. Well, equally, let's use something else: jazz or right. But it's funny. Like once you have this community, you sort of belong to something. Therefore, yeah. you can go wherever you wherever you want. Yeah, I guess so. So there we go. <laughs> interesting. I went to see Snow Patrol with my dad once. I know you mention it all the time. I mean, I think, that's my only connection to you. So I'm just trying I think to like because relate. You think, I think because you think, <laughs> you think they're like an alternative rock band. I don't think they're so, a rock band at all, but they have instruments, which makes me think, which makes me put them in the same box as, as you, which is like, you're into real music, not like manufactured 
music. Do you know what I mean? No, but that's not true. That's not. Neither of those things are true. Anyway, let's not. Get... Okay, I can't. Be, I cannot be bothered. I'm let's just trying. Bothered. I'm just trying. Guys, our big gay show is coming. We're so close to announcing our first guest. We cannot wait to see you there in person. You can get tickets right now. Go to gaynongay.com forward slash live. Yes, it's happening on September the 10th in Cavendish Square in central London as part of Underbelly Festival. And I believe, I haven't managed to go there just yet, but I believe there's a massive poster of our faces there. Your face is the size of my lockdown Ass. That's how big your face is. <laughs> well, is your face not the same size? <laughs> yes. My face is actually arguably bigger. It's enormous. It's actually quite embarrassing because I went to see a show there on Friday and I walked past it and everyone obviously saw me and was like, that's you. So <laughs> I, I should probably own that. Should I move my social life to Cavendish Square so I can just stand by that sign? I mean, if you want to if you want to seek up some attention, then yes, definitely. <laughs> it's actually really awesome. It feels like a mini Edinburgh festival in the middle of London and everything's so complicated at the minute because of COVID. But this event is happening. We are going to be at Underbelly on Friday, the 10th of September at 9.15pm. Get your friends involved. Buy yourself a ticket right now and we'll see you then. Yes, gainongay.com slash live. Back to the British Podcast Awards. Um, this, this is what happened when we went on stage. Hello, any straight people in the crowd say hello. Hey, it's coming home. Uh, I don't know if you got the memo, Dan, but we won bronze earlier for best entertainment, so it's actually coming homo. Thank you. Certainly is. Um, we're very excited to read you the nominations for this award. But before we do that, we'd like to talk to you about Squarespace. <laughs> Not really. Did you did you have fun at the British Podcast Awards? Um, yeah, I did have fun. But I actually am really aware of my social battery at the minute. And I felt like... I had so many conversations with so many people after so long of not having conversations with so many people, hashtag COVID, that it was quite exhausting. So by the end of it, I had 2% battery and nothing left to give. You know what's interesting? What I did next to the British Podcast Awards, because it's the biggest thing I've been to in, by some margin in some time, you notice people who you only ever see on social media or have possibly never met or haven't seen in a while. And you think, oh, you actually don't look anything like the impression that you give on social media. <laughs> but then you sort of think, oh, well, of course you look normal. I don't know, sis. You sound like you're speaking about someone very specific. Oh, well, it doesn't matter, does it? Like, but- I mean, it does. You can't just do that. You can't just be like, generic person, generic story. I need the tea. Well, I can't just start naming people, can I? So, I Well, I mean, who are you talking do. about? What happened? Do you not think that's true? Not really, no. I don't think I look at people like that. Maybe I'm just not paying attention, perhaps. I didn't think of it like that at the time, but I was like, oh, you look completely different to how I thought you looked. So you feel like you've been catfished by someone? No, I'm just saying it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Well, Pe- People might be doing the same thing about me, I've no idea. I mean, I'm sure they are, but I'm just asking specifically, you're talking about something, but not talking about it. So what are you actually saying? Who, who is it? What, what do you want to say? Well, like at least a couple of people. Are, who? I why does it matter? Because you're telling us something and then not telling us it. It's well, I can't annoying. tell. For example, I saw X person, <laughs> and I thought, "Oh, you actually, you actually look twenty years older." Wow, that's such you. a that is a rude thing to say about me, Dan. How could you do that? <laughs> right. Well, anyway, 
I mean, can you just clarify that it wasn't about it was, me? It mean, wasn't me because I do see you in, in real life. <laughs> okay, so you saw someone that looked 20 years older than their profile picture and you were shook. I guess so, yeah. I mean, welcome to Grinder. That's such a normal thing in gay world. Like, you turn up at someone's door, they open the door, they look nothing like their photos, but you still go through with it anyway. <laughs> it's awful. Is that, is that how you feel you've been... Is that what you feel has happened? Well, not really, but it's. I guess it's a similar, like, oh... This one time that happened, stop me if I've told this story before. Was it a Snow Patrol gig with your this, dad? No, this guy came over and I was like, oh no, I really don't fancy you. And your pictures are not, they don't look like you look. And it's not, there's nothing to say that what they, they look, I mean, I'm trying being so careful here. There's nothing to say that they weren't attractive, but I didn't fancy them anymore from their real life version. Right. And so rather than going along with it, which I'd done a lot, at that point in my life i just started having like a breakdown <laughs> so i could be like i'm sorry i'm not i'm not really in a place for this um but why don't you just be the bottom <laughs> <laughs> what well you know what you know exactly you know not exactly really. what, I mean. what so that i don't have to look at them well yeah perversely and it's you're not really okay, doing anything Dan are you? You just... obviously knows nothing about gay sex so what do you actually mean by that be the bottom but as opposed to the top but what do you mean why would you choose to do that if you didn't fancy someone? Well, I'm just saying, like, if you if you do want to go through with it because you want to have sex or whatever, why don't you just go on the bottom and then you, you don't have to look at this person you don't fancy, but you do get what you wanted. There's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> I think first thing you need to know about gay sex is that you don't, when on the bottom, you're not putting your bottom necessarily away. F- you can still be a bottom and look at the person you're having sex with. Do you, do you realize that? What if you turn around? Sort of? <laughs> <laughs> no, there are more positions than just doggy style. There are loads of other ways of doing it. So, for example, you could sit on it and face them. Right. Well, Sorry I, if you're on your that morning commute. Hang on, um, hang on, hang on. But you know, if, you're, if you're the person sitting, are you not at the top? No, because you're sitting on their penis. Right. And so who, who is literally on the top and who is literally on the bottom? Well, the, the, the words top and bottom are really irrelevant anyway at this point. And actually, we shouldn't be reinforcing top or bottom stereotypes but the top is meant to be the person giving the other person the penis so the postman and then the bottom is the one receiving it therefore the post box so the word top doesn't mean literally on top it just means that they're they're penetrating right right hold that thought whilst yeah i'm just gonna charge my uh, laptop there hold on Uh, why not what a what a great time to do it Right, so I'm back. You're the postman, not the postbox. I'm saying that if you're a top, then you're the postman. It doesn't mean you're on top. So you can be right. the bottom and be on top. I didn't. I didn't realize that. You didn't know you could sit on it. I didn't realize that meant that you be, then became the bottom because literally you're on top. But I understand what you're saying. Let's not get bogged down in this. I'm not. Well, we are quite bogged down in it. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, I thought because you were literally on top in that, that that made you the top. I like that version more, to be honest. There's definitely top power in bottoming, which we need to celebrate. So I'm here for that. Maybe if you are the bottom, but you're on top physically, you are in fact the top. Right. Anyway, anyway so that's the first point: is that you can be in any number of positions and still be a bottom. So you would still be making eye contact or kissing the person and looking at the person. That's kind of more the uh, that's more the um, 
That's more the superficial point. The second point is more important, which is if you have sex with someone, are you not having sex with them because you have a connection with them, whether that be emotional or physical? Or are you just having sex with them to get it done? Because for me, I, I can't just have sex with someone to get it done. I always have to like have a connection, whether that be looks or intellect or whatever. But like I can't just have sex well, I, with I, someone. I'd rather just have sex with myself. I was thinking because you were like, oh, you go to someone's house, you don't know what they look like until you see them. Therefore, you haven't really had got an emotional connection. You've, it's just some man who's appeared on Grindr. So I would just assume in that situation, that's what you were doing. Well, I didn't say it was always emotional. I clearly said sometimes it's about looks and fancying someone. And I would say Grinder probably on the whole in my life has been about looks. So if you get there and you don't fancy them, do you go through with it because you feel bad? Or do you go, actually, I don't know if I'm into this. And I think well, the correct thing to do is to say, no, I'm actually not into this. Not go, okay, I'll bottom so I don't have to look at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's a third option, guys. So. <laughs> no, it's not. You don't need to tell the person that's what you're doing, but you can no, just be like, no. Cheers, mate. I was listening to this other podcast earlier, and they were asking their listeners to share their podcast with five of their friends. And I was like, why don't we ask our listeners to do stuff like that for us? And I think sometimes Dan and I are completely unaware of the power of this medium. And it would just be so awesome today if you're listening to a gay and a non-gay or you've listened before and you got something out of one of our episodes, if you were to share that episode with a couple of friends of yours right now so that we can help spread our message of inclusion and allyship with the world. Yes, absolutely. And you can also help us out directly at our Patreon page. Uh, oh, is... Dan, why'd you have to do well, that? Well, well, you can. <laughs> Am I lying? Okay, cool. Get the purses out, girls. Get the purses out too. Am I lying? Gaynongay.com slash donate. You can donate uh, directly to a gay and a non-gay and it really, really helps us out and there's various tiers. Um, and hello to all of our latest patrons. James, do you have the roll call? <laughs> Yes, I do. Dan, I'm only going to hit people with first names in case people are anonymous or aren't out yet. In case they're not out as a gay on gay listener. <laughs> so hello to Yvonne. Thank you. You are amazing. Yvonne is a Dan fan. Woo! Hi to Ramesh, Julia and Liv. You have all donated to a gay and a non-gay and you are helping our message. So thank you so much. You are a huge part of our podcast family now. I thought you were literally saying your mum or about to say your mum because... Yvonne no, does Yvonne. sound very much like that, doesn't it? Anyway. Hello to your mum as well, though, Dan. Well, she's not a patron. No, but she is a listener. <laughs> Hello to your mum. Anyway, Yvonne's got a lot of airtime, and I'm feeling a bit bad for Ramesh, Julia, and Liv now. So hello to Ramesh, Julia, and Liv as well. And of course, by donating to a gay and a non-gay, you are entitled to a whole host of benefits. James Barr has the roll call again. <laughs> oh my God, why am I doing all of the admin? Yes, you can get early bird tickets to our shows. You get a gay and a non-gay sticker sent to you. You can get your own artwork designed by me because I design all the artwork for our guest episodes and stuff. So we can do a bespoke bit of artwork with you as the guest and we'll send that to you digitally so that you can print it out and put it wherever you want in your house and we're about to launch a discount for our merch store so if you become a member of agayandanongay.com you'll get an official discount to our store go to gaynongay.com slash donate to find out more and thanks again for listening don't forget to share our episode with your friends thanks for listening babes do the admin and support a gay and a non-gay visit gaynongay.com slash donate